Well, welcome everybody. This is the Northern Spin Podcast, a live recording in front of an audience. I'm Michael Taylor. I'm one half of the new podcast sensation that is the Northern Spin. Yeah, and I'm uh, Chris McGuire. I'm the fun half of the Northern Spin podcast. We've got three amazing guests. Well, we think we've got three amazing guests. I'll be honest, we've only seen two so far. So it could be two and somebody that we pluck from the audience. Before we introduce them, Michael, we should say a bit more about Northern Spin, the podcast sensation, which you mentioned, which is available on on Apple. Well, that's a mixture of Apple and Spotify that I've just morphed together and all good uh, podcast platforms. Uh, Michael, and we were very briefly work colleagues at the Northwest Business Insider. Um, Why did we decide to launch Northern Spin? Well, to be fair, Chris, it was your idea. You approached me. Uh, most of my friends told me not to do it, but uh, against all my better judgment, I did. And, uh, and it's, it's turned out okay. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I'd been working in politics last year. I was working with Elise Wilson, the leader of the Labour group on Stockport Council. And you felt that we'd have that, di- that dynamic that was a, a bit like Alistair Campbell and Rory Stewart. One's a Tory, one's Labour. So that's um, n- nailed it, nailing your colours to the max. Conservative, lowercase c. Okay, something, definitely. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm now working back in the media as the editor of Business Desk for the Northwest. Uh, I'd probably self-identify as being on the left wing of the business community, but I am very much, I do feel part of the business community. I, was, I also used to work and study here at this university until 2021 as the head of regional affairs for Manchester Met University. So for all sorts of different reasons, I feel very at home today. So I think business can be a real force for good, which is why I'm really supportive of Hannah's project, the Better Business Network, and the event that she's put on today, the Better Business Summit. This is our first guest, Hannah. But Chris, just to give the people who, who maybe haven't listened to Northern Spin before, or for the benefit of those that have, what would you describe as the differences between, between us and what makes the dynamic of it? If I could have a first shot at it, I'd say, For me, politics represents a lifetime spent trying to make the world a better place. For you, it's a punchline. Cool, that's brutal, that is. Um, I'm just trying to check where that is in the script, actually, Michael. (laughs) You know, I think you've just... uh, It's not. um, I think think the point you make, in a sense that we're similar ages, um, and I'm actually much older than you. You are, you're 56. Even though I look younger. You're 56 and I'm 50, um, but uh, we're not going to talk about ages or appearances or anything like that. Um, but I've told you not to. You've told me not to. You absolutely have told me not to as well. You told me a lot of things today, actually. Um, but um, but I watch programmes like I used to watch programmes like The Apprentice, and I watch programmes like Dragons Den, and it creates this image that you've got to be nasty and mean, and you've got to be awful to be successful. I don't like it. Um, and you know, I'm, I've met lots of businesses, some that I like, some that I don't like, and I think you can be successful in life, and actually you can be nice on, by doing it as well. Um, and, and, and fundamentally, I'm also one of these people that I turned 50 last year, I know that'll come as a big shock to the audience, and I just thought to myself, you know what, it's sort of now or never, the stuff that I want to do, let's do it, and let's try and, if you like, create, I know legacy is a big word, but let's try and create a legacy, let's try and leave the world a better place, which is really, the, fundamentally, the idea behind Northern Spin. Yeah, very good. So um, you, you're also the editor of the Business Cloud. You do this cheeky chappy thing on a Friday where you, you round up 10 good happy news stories of the week. Yeah. Whereas I like to sort of focus on the negative, you know, yeah. crooks, insolvencies, <laughs> you know, yeah. business collapses, things like that. Yeah, I think the thing is, is that what I have this view is that the media focuses very much on negative stuff and, uh, you know, negative headlines. You know, and I've worked in the media for 30 years and I know that a, when I was the editor of a local newspaper, a murder story or an accident or anything like that would sell really, really well. So what happens is you get sucked into this idea, it's like a vortex that only bad news sells. 
and that you try and find the negative spin on, a, on, on every single story. And you see it in the media all the time. Um, and as a consequence, the only way you can try and counteract that is to try and put some positive news out there. And actually what happens is you create some momentum that people actually look forward to reading positive news. I mean, one of these days I'll write a piece about you cracking a smile, Michael, but I might be optimistic on that one. Well, you know that's wrong. Um, anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to stop um, all this harmless banter and move on to our first guest, who is Hannah Cox from the Better Business Summit. Hannah, please give her a very warm welcome, everybody. So, Hannah created Better Not Stop, a sustainable impact agency to help businesses create a positive impact, very much leading off, I think, in, uh, in, what, in what you're about, Chris. But Hannah, it's, a very, it's actually a very serious issue that you're addressing because you want businesses to contribute to the sustainability of the planet and really face up to the challenges of climate change, of waste, of pollution and all those things. Hannah, great to have you on the pod. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming today. Yeah, so Hannah, um, why did you want to do this summit today and why have you devoted your life now to the Better Business Network and sustainability? Um, I wanted to do it today because I, because I think Manchester is a place that I moved to 12 years ago. It's where Cottonopolis, you know, industrial revolution, we've had the co-op was built here. It's a social revolution town. And I thought if anywhere is going to be the capital of responsible purpose-led business, it should be Manchester. And I live here, so it made sense to have it on my doorstep. Yeah. Chris, did you, did you know about Hannah's business before we embarked upon this today? Uh, no, actually I didn't. And I, I do want to thank, and that's the purpose of doing stuff like this, to bring people you know, like me and people on the periphery in. And actually, when I went into the main auditorium today and I spoke to some of the people in there, there are some amazing people. Um, there are some amazing people from different walks of life, different ages, different demographics. And I think that's the value of something like this. You create a movement as well. But I have to say, I'm slightly in awe of being next to you today. And I don't want to embarrass you, but am I right in thinking, Hannah? that you were the under-13s East Anglia chess champion in 1996. You obviously have seen that Royston Crowe front page <laughs> edition. Uh, yes, I am. How my... many copies of the Royston Crowe did your family buy that Lots. week? Lots. Absolutely. There's still some left. That's, <laughs> the, that's the point I'm making about good news sells, you know, even, <laughs> even a few years after the event. Um, I looked at your LinkedIn profile, Hannah, and it says that you help businesses take action to, um, to um, create a better world. Now, that really resonates with me. You're a Londoner from Croydon. Um, uh, like me, I'm from the south. I moved up here 17 years ago. I feel like this is home. Do you feel like the north is the better place to, to, to host better business networks? Do you think there's more empathy in, in the north than the south? I think it's, yes, definitely. I love living up here. But I also think it's a city that um, is innovative in what it does. Um, you know, you see this from graphene to, you know, green hydrogen happening from a kind of technological point of view. But we also see it from the, like I mentioned the cart before, but from businesses like Donald Moore's employee-owned businesses just leading the charge. And there seems less of a need in the North for all the fanfare and all the promotion. Um, businesses in the North, in my experience, just get on with it, just want to get on with it and do a good job. So Hannah, one of the things that you're really advocating and hoping that people who come to this event will sign up for is to become a B Corp. So first I'll ask you for the, maybe this audience doesn't need to have what a B Corp is explained to them, but we have thousands of listeners out there. I think we do, don't we, Chris? About millions. Anyway, millions. anyway. So, but, um, so first of all, if you could just explain what a B Corp is. And second, um, I'd, I'd like you to talk a little bit about what it is that stops businesses going down that journey. So it's a certification a business can take, uh, which involves them taking a test essentially, which they need to pass a score on. 
and they also need to make a legal change to the structure of the business to say that they work in the interest of the stakeholders, not just the shareholders. It was founded by the Avon Chenard from Patagonia. Um, there's around 1,000 B Corps here in the UK now. When I started working in the sector, there was around 300. Uh, so it's one of the fastest growing uh, countries for the B Corp movement. Uh, but it has been around for a long time, since 2006. It's been a bit of a slow burner. I think businesses, not many businesses have done it because it is a difficult mm -hmm. process, but it's definitely worth doing. And what is it that stands in the way of businesses? Not, not the, the B Corp process is in, in itself is quite exhaustive and, and challenging, but even things like the, you know, the Greater Manchester Good Employment Charter, which my colleague who's in the audience, um, Elise Wilson, was uh, um, at Stockport Council and as a cabinet member in Andy Burnham's cabinet, was at the forefront of pushing out to get businesses to sign up to in Greater Manchester. What is it, though, that's the mindset that businesses don't, sign think, up to all of this stuff. Yeah, I think that Is it because it just feels too hard? I think there's been this lie sold to us when we learn about business that sustainability is a pillar. So you've got your finance, you've got your operations, you've got your marketing, and then at some point you've got your sustainability. And that, that's something that happens for most businesses. They're like, well, obviously my finance is more important yeah. and my staff is more important. And we're trying to flip that and say, knock the pillar over. It's actually the foundations of your company and it permeates through everything that you do. So it's just trying to, I think once that mindset gets changed, then suddenly it makes sense for yeah. businesses. Is there a danger though that ESG, like CSR before corporate social responsibility, ESG being environment, societal and governance, which are embodied as principles to run a business. Is there a danger that those things get ditched when times get tough, like we're going into a tough period in business now? There is a danger. Um, there's been data around the B Corp movement as an example, because you can also use the B Corp framework without becoming a B Corp. The, the tools and resources are out there to do that. So it can be a free process to go through. But there's been data that shows UK businesses that use that framework um, have a higher turnover, better employee retention, better customer loyalty. So actually, it's a positive thing to put in the business. It's not something that is nice to have. It actually will benefit the company to make those kind of social and environmental decisions. Hannah, would it be fair to say that, I mean, looking in the audience today, we've got Donald Moore, who's a big exponent of the whole B Corp. He was, he was espousing the virtues of B Corp even, at, even before it became fashionable. Yeah, for his Stockport business one and all. Absolutely, which used yeah. to be Rawlinson Knitwear. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, fashion and Donald Moore are not words I normally use together. Um, but if you, go into the main, if you go into the main audience, I can get away with that because Donald's a friend. Um, the people in the room essentially are... I think they are your friends in a sense. Do they understand this? They're, 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 you'll, you'll be preaching to the converted. How do we get the message across to people who maybe have only ever paid lip service to B Corp and, and, and that message? And how does the media do more? How do we and me and myself and Michael, how do we get that message across to get more people talking about B Corp and make it, if you like, more fashionable? Yeah, and I don't think it needs to be B Corp. There's lots of other things businesses can do. And I work with businesses who B Corp isn't the right decision for them when we do impact work instead. I think that goes back to you saying about CSR, ESG, then it was sustainability. Now the phrase of the moment is impact. The next phrase of the moment is regenerative business. I don't really think it matters how you package it. It just is about doing good stuff. Um, but in regards to getting it out there, it's, it's all, we do it through supply chain and value chain. So when we work with people, we'll be asking, oh, do you pay the real living wage? What's your policies? And the more businesses get asked that, and the more people that ask businesses that, businesses think, well, this is an opportunity here. And ultimately, it's an opportunity for them to get customers and for them to get clients. So for us, it's about just having the conversations constantly with people about the things they could be doing. Yeah. Are you going to sign up to the Greater Manchester Good Employment Charter? I think I've signed up to it. 
Yeah, good. Good, excellent. Hannah, thank you very much, everybody. <laughs>